0: Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Vogt. Are you wanting or even thinking about selling your house but don't know where to start? Good thing you found Ready, Set, Sold. And now, real estate broker, Brian Vote. Yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. I hope you had a tremendous holiday season and made some fantastic resolutions for the new year. I know I did make some changes as far as what I was going to be doing this year. Some of the changes we talked about, I think, last week, but it's going to be with the show. We're getting some sponsorships. We have some limited sponsorships still available, not too many, for people wanting to get a part of really giving value. and That's kind of what this show is all about, is giving value to people to get their houses sold for top dollar and a fast sale, because we talked about real estate and all things involving real estate one of the reasons why i wrote the book uh, ready set sold 12 proven steps to get your house sold for top dollar in a fast sale in st louis metro east was simply that is i've been doing this now for close to two decades in real estate and there's so many things that we've seen that i've seen and others have seen that have just cost people so much money and so much pain and aggravation and having their house sit on the market for three, four, my goodness, maybe six or seven months or longer. And it just traditionally doesn't have to be that way. It just doesn't. And that's one of the reasons why I wrote the book, to get that information out to sellers that are looking to get top in a fast sale. Look, selling your biggest asset is a big deal. It really is. And for most people, their house is their biggest asset they'll ever sell. So you want to make sure you have the information that has been proven to work for, well, again, close to two decades. So that's why, I've made the, that's why I wrote the book, to get that information out. And on the radio program, we give it away for absolutely free. No strings, no nothing, um, no, no trade and bait, so to speak, meaning is we're not going to trade you some information with the book and then try to bait you into doing something you don't want to do. That's not what we're about. We really just wanna get the information out to you so you can use it so you can have success that many, many, many countless sellers that we work with have had. So to get the book, just go to ReadySetSold.org, net.com, ReadySetSold.org, net.com, and pick up the book. There's some information you need to put into uh, your address so we can mail it out, because this is a physical book. So you're actually gonna get a physical book, and many people have taken advantage of that already and we're always looking for more people to, again, take advantage of this free offer, and it's absolutely free. With that said, it's a little cold outside, and one of the things we're going to be talking about is the theme of this show is going to be about selling in the winter months, and there's some things that you need to know, and there's some success stories that we're going to be talking about, and we're also going to have the tip of the week. So that's important. Winter months... There's a lot of myths that go around it. and We're going to try to debunk most of those myths. Uh, a couple of them that come to mind is, is the house won't sell because it is in the, in the winter. Uh, that actually tends not to be true at all. Secondly, they're worried about pricing. They won't get the pricing that they would get if they wait until spring. Uh, again, that doesn't tend to be true. There's always exceptions to every rule, but traditionally that doesn't play out. So we'll be talking about that in the show also. Before we get into that, I want to really focus on podcasts because every show that we do is put into a podcast. And if you go to iTunes or if you go to Google Play, you can get it for free. And you can listen to this show if you missed the first segment or missed any part of it. Or you can look at any shows in the past, and we've dealt with, We've had insurance experts on. We've had uh, uh, lending uh, experts on. We've had a whole variety of different people that you can go back to and pick out the show, listen to the whole show, or we've segmented it out and we've labeled it. So it's very easy and very convenient that you can go in and find exactly the information that you want we're really proud of that because we're finding more and more people, that's how they're getting their information. So it's not only you have the radio program that you can listen to on a weekly basis, but if you can't, if you can't make it, that's okay. You've got the podcast. And, of course, we're on YouTube. Uh, you can we go there, too. And just so you know, I have to do is look for Ready, Set, Sold. If you, if you put that in, we will pop up. So we're easy to get to. It's just another way of getting information out to people that can help them get the top dollar and a fast sale for their house. And that's, in most cases, that's what I think sellers not only expect, but they deserve. So with that said, let's kind of go into, oh, before I forget, Facebook. We're also on Facebook. Please like us on Facebook. Go to Ready, Set, Sold with Brian Boat. And like I said, try to give information out there in the radio program or at least parts of the radio program will be there too. We're also on LinkedIn, so we're we're kind of everywhere. We're trying to hit everything and everywhere that that, that people look for information. We actually blog it, so there's just different ways that you can can find this information because I really feel it's important that people, once they have the information, they can make a decision for themselves. With that said, let's talk about the first topic, and that is if you're selling your house, want to make sure that the agent that you're, you're interviewing or that you're going to use has sold houses in the winter time. meaning is they've had the experience of being able to not only in the wintertime, but ideally the springtime, summertime, fall. There is a little bit of difference between selling in the winter than there is maybe in the springtime and the summertime and other parts of the year. They're all just a little bit different, but those little bit of differences can make a big difference when it comes to sale of your home. And one of the things that we hear far, far, far too often is is that agents, for example, just a story that comes to mind: an agent took out a listing first week of January, kind of where we're at right now. This was last year, and they took the listing, but they didn't tell the sellers this. But they but they didn't plan on this thing selling until at least March or April. Now. That's okay if that's your plan. But the sellers didn't know that. And so they were just taking the listing on, but they were basically in in their own head. The agent was thinking, well, this won't be until spring or, or even summer, but I've got the listing. Well, it didn't work out very well. Again, they didn't seem to, and this is naturally after everything was over, it wound up taking over seven months to sell the house and the sellers then found out as they talked more and more to the agent that that was kind of that that agent's game plan to begin with but it really was going to sell here in, in january or february but it was going to wait till later on the problem that comes into is is if that's number one the direction your agent's taking you have to question how hard are they going to be pushing your house that's number one i mean if if they're waiting for three months. One would think they're not going to be putting as much effort, and many times they don't <laughs> because they're waiting for the season, quote-unquote, to pick up. That's number one. The other part, though, that you have to be considered about with is is that if you take that strategy, if you are sour seller and you think that's a strategy you want to use, that's okay, except that when the spring market hits, you've got 90 days. You've been on the market for three months, and so when these other houses start popping up, Perception is reality when it comes to real estate, and buyers, quite frankly, are gonna be questioning why your house is on the market for 90 days. If not, the agents will be questioning why the house is on there. Even if the price may be the correct one, the 90 days now is going to be hurting you, and this is what happened in this situation. And so what happened was is even though they were priced for location and everything else, days on market, beat them up doesn't happen every time but it's not unusual for these type of situations to happen so eventually they did sell it in the seventh month so now not only do you have the cost of maintaining the home you got principal and interest you have an HOA in this situation there was one insurance utilities uh, just general maintenance you know Murphy's Law if something goes wrong It'll, it'll go wrong at the worst possible time. And many times it seems to happen that way. Whether it does or not, it just seems to happen that way. In that situation, not only did they take the the hit as far as the price, what they eventually had to sell it, because now it's even been on the market even longer, and they got less for their home than they ever thought possible. But then you combine all the months that they were making those payments that we just talked about, but really more importantly, it's just the pain that they went through, and that's what they really talked about the, the most, the pain of the unknown, the uncertainty. They were in a situation like most people that if the house doesn't sell, they can't move on to their next adventure or what they were trying to do. Whatever that is, it's the next house. In this situation, they were moving down to Texas. They were retiring, seeing the grandkids, and unfortunately uh, they did get to the grandchildren, but, but basically their experience was horrendous. So you want to make sure that you don't have that situation when you're talking with the agent. So just asking simple questions. Have you sold? Number one, have you sold in the winter months? you have a track record of that? Number two, is your intent to sell it in the winter months? That's very important that you're both on the same game plan. With that said, we're going to be talking next, in the next segment, talking about tips that you can do when you're selling your home, during the winter season if there's inclement weather. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. We will see you in a few. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. Hopefully, everybody's bracing for the potential. And I do say the potential weather that we're supposed to be having this... Actually, Sunday is supposed to hit, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But hopefully, it won't be so bad that people can get around, and houses can be shown, and all good things happen. We talked about in the last segment about the importance of understanding the agent that you pick, that they have had experience in selling in the winter months. And we're gonna go a little bit more in depth on that, and here's some tips that we can talk about that I think will be helpful to keep in mind when you are selling in the winter months, especially, and especially, If the weather changes, we don't get that bad of weather. We really don't. And maybe the reason why I say we don't is, is we really talk about a lot if we do get the bad weather. I've grown and raised in the Metro East. So yes, I've seen, I've seen the ice before and I've seen, you know, the 18 inches of snow that we had, I think it was in the early eighties. I remember that and some other bad things, but again, it's not usually a regular occurrence. So that's a good thing. But with that said, there are some things that you can do if you're selling in the winter months if you do have bad weather hitting you. Now, first, let me talk about bad weather. and I'm talking about if you have ice, if you have tremendous amounts of snow, and I I mentioned 18 inches or something extreme. That is going to have an effect. That is going to be a factor. But it's not going to be usually a determining factor of the sale of your home. That's important to understand because so many times I've heard agents, unfortunately, again, this may be the inexperience or just lack of knowledge that will blame a cold spell for why your house isn't being shown or it isn't being sold. That's typically not the situation. There's something else going on that you and your agent need to have a discussion about. Look, it's wintertime. It comes every year. And yes, it does get cold. But guess what? Buyers still buy homes in the wintertime as they do in the springtime, in the summertime. But one of the things that reasons why they don't buy as many is quite frankly, and this is a professional opinion, there isn't many houses on the market. So you can't you can't buy what's not on the market. So that's important to understand. Also, if there is inclement weather, so let's kind of go back into that. If there's inclement weather, things that you can do. First off, if you're selling your home, have a neighbor, have a plan, a simple plan. If you get three or four inches of snow to make sure the sidewalks are taken care of, make sure this driveway is cleared off. And you want to get that done as soon as possible for two reasons. Number one, there's convenience, just convenience for the buyers to be able to come in, walk through. And that's a good thing. Just having that, having it done, having the neighbors, you know, kind of look at you in envy. But the other reason why, and and there's a safety factor that comes into play, and you don't want people walking through and possibly slipping. But the third reason, which is maybe the most important one, is it lets the buyers know that this is no big deal, that if snow comes, that the driveway is already taken care of, that the sidewalk is already swept off, and that if the snow comes, it's not going to be a big deal for them either. Perception is reality in this business. And the perception is, is that guess what? If you've got it done, it's not going to take them anything to get it done. So that's, that's the first reason why. Uh, those are the reasons why. <laughs> ice, though. Ice is probably the big one that you have to be a little bit careful with. Now, we've not really had any issues with it. We've had people slip and fall. But ice will probably keep fires away. It's just it's a safety factor. And that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing because, let's face it, uh, there is some element of risk if somebody does fall and get hurt. To my knowledge, when I talk with insurance agents, it probably go on your, your, your homeowner's policy if that would happen. It's extremely rare because usually if there is any bit of ice, you're probably not going to have any showings until that melts anyway. So there's not too much to do about that. But again, it doesn't usually stay around. We've seen situations where yes we've had ice but within a day or two it's gone and the buyers are coming right back in so again inclement weather does happen but it shouldn't be the factor of why your house doesn't sell during the winter months another thing to keep in mind is if you have a traditionally long driveway if you have something maybe you're out in the country a little more out in the country maybe you're, you're local you know Fallon, Shadow, lettersville near sky force base belleville Etc., in the Metro East. Guess what? If you have a longer driveway, you really want to make sure that that's taken care of. Because, again, if they're driving through three or four inches of snow to get to your house, um, there's a factor that every buyer goes through when they're looking at your house. And that is not only they looking at the value, what your house has to offer, but they're always either consciously or subconsciously thinking about what it's going to cost to maintain. So, if they're thinking they're going to have to buy a snow plow or have to get something extra, that's a cost that sometimes they will add on to or take off on if they do make an offer. And that could be a considerable amount of money. So, one of the ways you can do this, and this is a tip that we've seen have pretty good success from sellers that have those situations, and it doesn't have to be a long driveway, by the way. And that is if you have a plow and if you have a snow blower, and when I say plow, usually on a riding lawnmower, is to add that in to the sale. We're talking about the winter months, but this, this, this could be done during any time of the year. Again, remember this is a five year old riding lawnmower and a plow that maybe is five years old, also. Buyers aren't thinking about buying used lawnmowers when they're buying their house, they're, telling, they're thinking about spending five or six thousand dollars where you have a value of maybe that lawnmower is a $1, dollars $1,200. But that can add additional value and take away any negatives that maybe your house may be perceived to have. So we've had people have great success by doing that. Again, anytime you can add value to your house, it's a great thing in the buyer's mind. People love free. And so, again, as I mentioned before, we've seen people do that, and buyers just get tickle pink. And it's one less thing they have to worry about when they're looking to purchase a home, and in particular, your home. So kind of to recap what we talked about, if there is a ice, yes, ice is definitely going to limit it. We're talking about some ice this weekend. So actually we shut down some open houses that we were thinking about doing uh, just because of that. Also is, is if you do have inclement weather, to make sure you have a game plan. If there's snow comes down, you get that done very, very quickly. To have it done, put the salt down, whatever you normally would do. It's a great way then to again get the perception that if you can get it done, especially quickly, again not waiting two or three days down the road, but getting it done quickly. You don't ever know when that showing may come up. It impresses them that they can do it. If you can do it, they can do it. So keep that in mind. Just those simple tips can make a big difference when it comes to selling your house in the winter times if inclement weather comes. Cold, uh, well, one last r- real brief thing in, cold doesn't usually have much of a factor. Not saying that, yes, if it's, you know, 5 below and 20 below windchill factors, that won't have some effect. But you'd be surprised when you have your house priced for location, you've done the thing you needed, the updates. Be surprised how many buyers will come out and they'll brave it because they're looking to buy a house. With that said, in the next segment, we're going to, try to talk success stories about people that have of their home in the wintertime and had great success in getting top power and fast sale. I'm your host Brian Boat. We'll see you in a few. Welcome back to Ready Set Sold. I'm your host Brian Boat. Happy New Year everyone. My goodness, we're already into the first week of the new year. Hopefully Hopefully you made your resolutions and you're still staying with those resolutions. I saw a study somewhere where it said that the first two weeks is when most of them go, but I saw another study where it says after three days, they were kind of a whim, and all of a sudden they've gone back to their habits that they didn't want to be doing in the first place. So hopefully you're staying the course and you're moving forward, whatever resolutions those are. could be physical, could be could be selling your house. You know, you made a resolution that you're going to be selling your house, and maybe it's going to be selling in the wintertime, or maybe the spring or the summer, whatever that is, but you made the decision. Whatever those resolutions are, I wish you nothing but success with them. I've made some myself, and uh, so far I'm on track, so I'm happy with that. In this segment, we're going to be talking about success stories when selling in the wintertime. And I mentioned in the last segment about snow. Well. Let's talk about some some really cool things that happen when it snows. and This is in all price ranges, but in, in one particular price range, it happened to be higher end, that it snowed. and It snowed about four inches and it was literally snowed the day before they were going to be putting their house on the market. So meaning as the snow was there, now they're going to put their house on the market and there was some concern. Well, I don't know about you, but for most buyers, it holds true snow on the ground, maybe some snow in the trees, if you have woods behind you, if you don't. But again, that can be literally a picture postcard. In this situation, it was. In fact, it was so much of a picture postcard that the sellers asked us to give them a copy of it so they could frame it for when they moved. We did sell the house, and we sold it in a very short period of time for a top dollar. And one of the things we found out later was is the buyers were just blown away with that picture now again being around this area the snow didn't last very long in fact by the time they closed the snow was non-existent but just having that image can create again the perception gives that that feel and that's what buyers are usually buying on they're buying on emotion on appeal so having snow can be a very 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 good thing in this situation, it was a great thing for them. And we've seen it happen in all price ranges, not just high end homes, <laughs> starter homes. Again, there's something about peace and tranquility that kind of is, is really associated with snow. So that's, that's a great thing. But you don't always have to have snow. Again, some of the advantages that sellers have told us about is that they were going to do some things to their lawn. Not that their lawn was in bad shape, but they wanted to maybe do some more feeding and they wanted to do some more fertilizing and what have you You get in tip-top shape for the spring. Well, guess what? Didn't have to do that because when they put it on the market in January, they got it sold within, I think, three weeks, something like that. I think it was maybe maybe the first part of February. But the point being is, is, again, that's not something that most buyers are going to be focusing on. Look, the grass is, 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 is kind of brown in O'Fallon, Illinois, just as it is in Belbo, Illinois, or Brazil or Columbia, or whatever. And it's not something that people pay much attention to. Again, if it is cold, they're probably trying to get into the house anyway, and that's all good, too. So, again, you can have some advantages of putting in the wintertime if you think there's something that you need to be doing to your lawn. That also can be true with ducks. It doesn't mean that the deck is going to look like crap, okay? I'm not talking about having something that is, uh, the wood is rotted and, and, and what have you and it, it looks terrible. I'm not talking about that, and most sellers know that. They wouldn't do that anyway. But again, so maybe one of the things that for the springtime that people traditionally do is stay in their deck. Nothing wrong with that. That's fantastic, or painting it. But many times, again, in the winter months, buyers aren't focusing near as much upon the outside, they don't normally, anyway, as much people as much as people think. But even in the wintertime, it's even less than that. So they don't really focus on if it's stained or not stained. You know, again, there's a lot more leeway on your outside of your uh, of, of your house. So so keep that in mind when it comes to selling in the wintertime. There are some distinct advantages, and hopefully your agent is aware of that too. And the last thing I think I would talk about is as far as success stories that we've seen again which i thought last segment but you have we ha- had a client that had more of a steep uh driveway well they got out right away had about mm-hmm. two or three inches of snow they went out there right away got it taken care of uh had a showing actually the next day and one of the things that buyers talked about was they were a little worried about the slant in the driveway but my goodness they saw that you know they knew it snowed the day before and that it was easy to get taken care of perception is reality in this business so again perception is is if someone else can do it i can do it too with that said we're going to be talking about in the next segment more about winter sales and what you can do to prepare your home and to have success in the winter you're listening to brian Vogt with ready set so we'll see you in a few I'm your host, Brian Boat. Hope you're having a fantastic weekend. That you are bundled up, or if you're not bundled up uh, in your house, maybe by the fireplace, that's cool. Or maybe you're out uh, returning some Christmas gifts that maybe either you received or someone else received that you're taking back. Or maybe you're just going out shopping, taking advantage of the sales that are going out there. Or, you know what, maybe you're just out having some fun. Whatever that is, thank you so much for being with us do appreciate it. Just another reminder, everything we do is put onto a podcast and you can find it by going to iTunes or Google Play. And they are they are, they are actually said exactly what a segment is going to be. You can listen to a whole show or you can do it in segments. If there's something that you may have missed, it's not that we don't want you here every Saturday morning between 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., but Life does happen, and sometimes you miss something. So this is a way that you can go back and get the information you need, and you can tell others too. and Please, I hope you do. That maybe maybe they don't get a chance to listen to the radio, but you can tell others where they can get the information. But also, you have the advantage of also getting the book and letting people know about that. And the book I wrote was a number one bestseller called "Race set Sold Twelve Proven Steps to Get Your Home Sold for Top Down at a Fast Sale in the St. Louis Metro East." So that's absolutely free. So hopefully people are taking advantage. a lot of people have. So we thank you for that. We hope it's, uh, it's worked out well for them. And if you have it, even if you're not selling in the wintertime, maybe you're thinking about the spring or the summertime, or maybe this time next year, whatever it is, it's information you can use now or later, if you need be, to get get basically to, to have a smooth transaction to, to, to make it easy, to have confidence. That's what we hear mostly from our sellers that have gotten the book, that they feel more comfortable. They kind of understand the steps they're going to need to know. Many, many of these things um, are, are things that sellers kind of know anyway, but many of the things they don't know. And those are things that can, uh, can create problems for our sellers. And we've seen that in the past too. So we want that to happen to you. With that said, we're going to be talking again more about the winter months as far as selling in the winter months. And I think the thing that you really want to keep that I can't stress enough is this business is supply and demand. We talked about it a little earlier in the show, but just to kind of emphasize it more supply and demand that is real estate in a nutshell. So, if simple numbers, if you have one house and you have 10 buyers, guess what? Your house is not is going to be selling fast, but it's going to be selling for definitely top dollar. On the same token, if you have 10 houses and one buyer, well, that's going to have a dramatic effect also. So that's why when I talk about the winter months, it can be such a strong indicator as far as getting success in the winter months of getting your house sold for top dollar and fast sale is knowing what's going on and hopefully that is going to be your agent what is currently on the market or what more importantly has sold in the last three months why that comes into play is we've had sellers that have put their house and they were the only house in their whole subdivision this was happened to be a fairly uh, large subdivision in Fallon. well guess what since they were the only one and it was a very desirable location and they priced for that location of course they had the updates done with the painting with the carpeting they made sure that the kitchens bathrooms were all in good shape and they had tremendous success and i do mean tremendous success they got actually in this situation they got exactly what they were asking for and they got in a very short period of time so again you can have that same success too if that's the direction you want to go and maybe it's not and that's okay but let's talk about some of the other things we mentioned before about the pricing that comes into play that people are very concerned about. It doesn't mean that it never happens. The pricing doesn't uh, isn't a little bit lower. But again, many times that can happen in any market, in any of the seasons. It just isn't just the winter time. So when you have an experienced agent, hopefully they can explain that to you. Those things can happen at any time for various reasons. But even if it does. Even if it does, many sellers, we, we were just talking to some sellers I was talking to that had moved back, this was, oh, well, this was actually maybe two years ago now, and when it was all said and done, when they moved, they were thinking about waiting for the spring and actually considering the summer. But even though it wasn't quite, it was still top dollar, but it wasn't quite as as, as much as they wanted, when they start putting the numbers together in the date as far as the monthly expense. And so you, now you have a situation where it could be up to $2,000, $1,500 a month that you are, you are paying for your, your taxes and your insurance and your HOAs and you, and, and, and list of other things, just maintenance items, just day to day things that we don't even think about that they were far, far, far better as far as pricing of waiting that six months when you combine that's $12,000 just roughly. And not only were they happy as far as when it comes down to the monies that they actually did actually make versus waiting, but my gosh, they were they were done. They sold the house, and so they were really excited about that. So again, it doesn't mean that January or February or all that is guaranteed that you'll always get a price that you're looking for. But it's important to understand, as sellers, that can happen in any season. And I think last week we talked about the season is not the reason why your house isn't selling, or you're not having that success. Again, if you're not having the success that you think you should be having, you need to be having a conversation with your agent, and kind of going a little bit deeper what's going on, what you need to do, or what the agent you may feel needs to do, whatever someone needs to do to get this house moving, and getting people in there, and ultimately getting a successful uh, contract in a successful offer to get you where you want to go with that said uh, we're going to be talking the tip of the of the week is going to be the next segment something you really want to stay tuned to uh, I think it's something that most most sellers don't know about there's a few do but I don't think most sellers know about and you want to stay tuned for the tip of the week With that, I will see you in the chart queue. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. You listen to Ready Set Sold. Welcome back to Ready Set Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. Hey, we've talked a lot about winter months here as far as selling in the winter months. We talked about making sure you had the right agent how crucial that can be. And that's that's crucial at any time of the year, but winter months, it, it seems to be a little bit more important making sure they've had that background, they've had success stories of selling houses in the winter. We talked about tips of what you can do, making sure that your driveway, if there is snow that comes down, doesn't happen too often. But if you get two or three or four inches, really if you get any snow, uh, to make sure you have the driveways taken care of, the sidewalks all taken care of as soon as possible. If you can't do it, maybe you have a neighbor uh, neighbor boy, neighbor girl, that is available. You want to make sure you have that, so that again, perception is reality. It's so important that they can see that you've gotten it done. They can do the same thing too. We talked about the advantages of selling in the wintertime. That the grass doesn't have to be green. It really doesn't. So that's a good thing. And also the advantages of even when you have snow, of uh, the picture uh, that we've seen. Uh, pictures of houses that uh, have been taken during the winter months when they're on the market can be a really big drawing card for people. It just, again, it has that peace and sense, sense of uh, calm, I guess. And it's just a beautiful picture. Well, the tip of the week, though, we're going to be talking about, and this is probably one that many sellers may or may not know about. If you're selling your house and your house is vacant, I strongly, strongly encourage you to make sure you contact your insurance agent make sure that you're still going to have coverage the reason why i bring that up is not always and i do want to stress this not always but some insurance companies will not cover you if your house is vacant we've had that i've heard that from top insurance specialists but i've heard more from sellers that unfortunately found out the hard way we had a situation where there was a slight leak in the roof. The roof was actually fairly new, but apparently there was a scene or something and the house was vacant and it rained for three days. And guess what? There was a leak and it went into the kitchen. When they called their insurance company and said what happened, the insurance company did a little research and said, hey, if your house was vacant, uh, we're not gonna cover you. For whatever the reasons, and their argument was as well because they could have limited the damage, and if somebody would have lived there, and maybe they could have not had to make a as big of a payment payout. Excuse me. So I'm not saying that's going to happen, but just make sure you make that phone call. We've had situations where, when they have called, they said they're not going to cover them anymore. They literally at the end of the month they were going to stop coverage, and we've had situations where were, after a period of time they were going to triple, triple, the the costs for having insurance. So again, it could be a situation where nothing happens, and that's fantastic, and that's what we're all wishing for. But a big tip is to contact your insurance company if your home is going to be vacant, if you're not going to be there. No one's going to be there to make sure that you have the coverage you need or to make sure there's no problems down the road. With that said, wishing everyone a happy new year. Thank you so much for joining us this Saturday morning, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.